0: Curtis and I have talked about this a lot in the last few years, and I don't think there's a really like it's going to come back to your context at the end of the day. But we were just talking about uh, a double inflated wall for his future greenhouse um, on on his property, which is off grid. Um, And so 150 bucks doesn't seem like very much money. Um, But if you translate that to kilowatt hours, uh, $150 in Alberta um, nets out to about, uh, you know, 1,500 to 3,000 kilowatt hours per year. Now, to generate that, um, if you assume an average of four hours of solar energy per day on your array, I'll just, um, on an annualized basis, so let's use 3,000 divided by four, that's 750 um, kilowatts divided by 365. So in order for, for Curtis to be able to run a double poly wall on his off-grid homestead, he's going to need a, a, an additional two to three kilowatts of solar capacity. That's just the solar. That's not the batteries. And so at per, uh, per day, well, that's the, the size of the array. So if you need 10 for your house, you're going to need two just to keep your greenhouse inflated. So that's 2000 watts. And on the average, this is just for the solar, not the batteries. Um, You're going to need that's going to cost an extra $6,000 in just solar infrastructure just to run that tiny little bathroom fan that doesn't include the batteries, which might cost another one to 2000 bucks. So because it's got to run at nighttime as well, right? Yeah, you got so you've got to collect enough energy to keep a battery topped up just to run that fan. And and so the question that I always come back to is like um, in mechanical engineering, we look at something called coefficient of performance. So how much energy am I putting in and how much energy am I getting out? So if I'm putting in uh, 3,000 units of energy on an annualized basis, but I'm only getting 1,000 units out as a result of that, then there's no point in doing it. And so for me, it always comes back down to, there's, there's a couple of things, energy invested, on the ongoing energy invested and then um, the, whether it's intrinsically safe. Um, And so engineers, as most people know, are kind of risk adverse. And so if I was living, if we're talking about an off grid situation, but even, even like where I live, I'm not off grid, I'm on grid. We get three to four feet of snow per year. um, And we have regular power outages, even though we're on grid. And so if we end up with a massive snowfall um, and my fan dies and I end up with a foot or foot and a half of snow on top of my poly, and if the poly doesn't fail, um, now I've got this huge load on my trusses that I have to think about. And so we have to think very carefully about how we're going to manage the snow load in certain climates. And I know... Um, I think in your new location that you have a significantly higher snow regime than, um, than Kelowna. And so that that's going to be something that you have to consider. Yeah. So far it's not too bad, but yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens over the course of the winter, but Mm -hmm. I mean, if it's like the, the anyways, so there's, there's kind of three different options and now looking at how my polycarbonate is shedding, uh, we've had about a foot of snow already out here. Um, i don 't think I would use solar wrap even in this climate because um, I just don 't think that the the roughness of the material is such that it will not allow the snow to rapidly shed, and so for me that 's a really big deal um, when i 'm designing in, in my climate. Um, I do understand uh, it 's funny when, when we get into to cost and stuff. I had a guy on my YouTube channel the other day tell me that I was, I was full of beans because um, when he looked at the cost of what of the greenhouse that I just designed, that he'd never be able to justify, he amortized it over twenty years, and he said it would be with a twenty-year amortization, it would be roughly two hundred and thirty-five bucks a month for my greenhouse over twenty years. He says, "There's no way I could grow two hundred dollars of food in that greenhouse." <laughs> what? <And> so, <laughs> so for me, it's like, well, okay, you maybe about? you're just a crappy gardener, but yeah, I'm not absolutely. To save money, because the food that that all three of us grow is not available in a grocery store. First of all, yeah, um, like it's the nutrient density is so much higher, uh, the taste is so much better. Um, like uh, for me, anyways, I'll speak for myself. I do it for insurance. Like for absolutely, me, I, I want to be able to grow food uh, in a variety of different scenarios. So I'm I'm worth I'm willing to put the kind of money in.